the Fade Five Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, me amigos! Brad the Big Noise Evans here, senior fun uh, times, uh, nearly oh, bags. Serious fun times with this guy. Seriously, seriously fun times with Nathaniel Lundy. Uh, we are now sponsored on this hashtag tequila Thursday by Suavecito Tequila! Throw a little uh, Love Juice Fiesta tonight. Pick up a bottle of Suavecito. Uh, sit back and enjoy. I highly recommend the Añejo. I oh, yeah. tried it. It is exquisite. It is magnificent. And more importantly, you, it won't break the bank. Uh, it's a fairly affordable way to enjoy your hashtag tequila Thursday. Check them out right now. Suavecito tequila. Yeah, that, we are so happy to have them on board. And I mean, seriously, the world's smoothest tequila. Brad is exactly right. And you know, we've been talking about Tequila Thursday forever. And then the crew at Suavecito was like, hey, uh, we need to be a part of that. And so they jumped on board, and we are really happy to have them. They're going to be with us throughout football season. They're going to be with us all the way up through uh, the excitement of the tournament. Every So we are just really happy to have them. Welcome to them. And, uh, yes, uh, if you have not tried, whoo, you're missing out, folks. Uh, and it's perfect elixir to numb the pain of losing bets. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <It is. laughs> so it it, it's only apropos if we dive in on this hashtag uh, Tequila Thursday with a little uh, delight of a matchup between the Miami Dolphins and the Cincinnati Bengals, the undefeated, unblemished Miami Dolphins. 3-0 is Tua Tagovailoa, who is expected to play tonight in company, but on the road against the Bengals in those sick white and black jerseys that they're going to be sporting tonight. Uh, you see the spread, and I got an update, Lundy. I just checked the line right before tape time. Uh, Cincinnati's down to minus three and a half at BetMGM, and the total has climbed up to 47 and a half. Some books is even higher at 48 and a half. So a little uh, variance there based on the line on your screen. But uh, knowing where things stand presently, the three and a half, at some books it is still four, or the 48, 48 and a half on the total. Uh, give me your game score prediction. What do you got here, Ombre? Well, first of all, I'm staying away from the total uh, in this one just because I do think this is dead set uh, on where it should be, as evidenced by my prediction, my friend. 27 21. Uh, give me Cincinnati. I'm going to take the over in this one. I think it will be somewhat high scoring. I think Burrow's going to do a hell of a amount of damage. Uh, more on that a little bit later on in the pod. I'm going to say Cincinnati 30. And I'm going to say 24 for the Miami Dolphins. That's a total of 54. And, of course, the Bengals on the cover. Without further ado, let's raise a glass to another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, let's dive in on this matchup. Uh, props, props, some more player props. Uh, I absolutely love them. And there are a ton of uh, delightful ones to choose from in this contest. So let's start off with uh, one that may be a little bit off the grid. We haven't featured one yet this season on an over-under yards longest catch because I'm I want to collect some evidence uh, to really support that as some you know statistics and some trends that we've seen. But I am taking the under on Jamar Chase. 25 and a half yards, longest catch, a minus 114 at Vandal. And Vandal is a little bit higher than everybody else, which is at 24 and a half yards for the longest catch. And simple as this, it's all about how he's being deployed, how he's being used this season, Lundy. 
And you look at Chase, the highest uh, number that he has grabbed this season is 24, which he had against Pittsburgh earlier this year. He is number six in unrealized air yards. So hopefully not like Chris Olave last week, those will not become realized. And I'll look like an idiot with egg on my face as a result. But, you know, the 1.57 yards per route run, which is wide receiver 57, is very telling to me. Only an 8.6 A dot. That's average depth of target. That's wide receiver 66. Yeah, I know Miami has really struggled against the pass, giving up 310.3 pass yards per game to opposing quarterbacks and 7.3 pass yards per attempt. But being more line tied, operating more in the intermediate field, uh, that is the story so far at Chase's season, and I don't think it's really going to deviate from that. So unless he breaks you know, initial line of contact and sprints up the sideline and gets to you know 26 yards on a single catch, I think he's going to be under 25.5 yards on that longest catch. Pull this prop at minus 114 again at FanDuel. Vader follow. Uh, this is one I'm actually going to follow, but I'm not extraordinarily comfortable about it because we know that he can break. Okay. We know that it can happen. Brad, we made a lot of money last season on Jamar Chase's longest reception props because the books had it camped out at 22. So it became really easy for us to win some money on that prop last year. And then eventually they kind of caught up. And by the time we got to the playoffs and, and on into the, the second season, that number started to climb. Here we've started off the season with it really high. I think he's going to come close to this. And it wouldn't surprise me if he breaks it. But I will go ahead and follow in this one just because of his usage here so far. But a little tease, Brad, a little Ooh. tickle. For you coming up in bonus time, we are going to talk longest reception, and I've got an over for you. Don't tickle me in all the wrong places, Jamar Chase. Number four. All right, let's talk about uh, a homeboy, a home skillet, a bestie of Jamar Chase in the Bengals wide receiver core, and that is none other than Tyler Boyd. And this line has been moving all over the place. So I'm going to take the over on 39.5 receiving yards. And the best line right now, the biz, uh, minus 115 at Bet Rivers. I would play this up to maybe like 43 and a half, 44 and a half. Some of the other books have it as high as 41 and a half. Uh, Boyd, uh, maybe recency bias is a hell of a drug. Uh, he had a stellar game last week, the long touchdown reception. There was nobody in the center of the field to track him down, and he sprinted all the way for six, and that played um, into that 105 on four receptions line a week ago, but – uh, you know, he's been under this in two of uh, three matchups. And, you know, uh, what I look at here is the individual matchup. It's all out of the slot because he's already logged 143 slot snaps this season. And Kadar Kohu is going to be his primary adversary in this game, who is a slot DB for the Miami Dolphins, who's also given up a 106.9 passer rating to his assignments. You know, I said the Bengals are going to score 30 points. I think it's got some of that pew, 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 shootout appeal. And as a result, because of the still affordable and low threshold on Boyd here at 39 and a half, I'm taking the over. Fade or follow that over on Tyler Boyd, 39 and a half receiving yards, minus 115 at Bet Rivers. Over. Love this number. Love it at 41. Love it if it goes to 43. Hell, Brad, I might play it at 49. I think he gets to 50. 
I think wow. he gets up over that number. I look this Miami secondary, meh. You know, I mean, average. Know, Dolphins or like guppies. I mean, we're, we're having some problems here. Okay, they're not playing very well. I think Boyd takes it. Um, look, we talked about the the longest uh, reception prop for Jamar Chase. Not really liking that number with as high as it is, but I love this yardage total for Boyd. I think he's going to have a great game tonight. If you're doing a a, a one game parlay, ooh, maybe uh, mm. we're going to come back and talk about this one. If you're doing uh, just a Thursday night DFS play, I like him as a DFS play. I think Boyd's going to have a great game. Ah, uh, yes. It gets the mighty flippers. Tyler Boyd won't flop. Number three. All right, Numero Trace here on the Fade 5 today. Let's get a little OGP. Yeah, you know me. I can't resist him. Uh, and this one, uh, in fact, is uh, very attractive, um, putting it together, especially a plus 125. And I did so at BetMGM. I got Cincinnati on an old spread of minus two and a half. Now, earlier in the week, I did on the money line. But because we've seen that line climb, the value out of the straight-up wager has been sucked out of the building. But if you take the minus two and a half, and again, I got them 30 to 21, and you pair that with Joe Burrow, 230-plus pass yards. You get it there at plus money at BetMGM, and I think that is a wager worth making. Uh, Burrow has been over this in two or three matchups, and convincingly so. Week one, 338. Week three, 275. He had that 199, oddly, in between, but that's uncharacteristic of him because he takes deep shots. He's got 11 deep ball attempts on the season. He's number 13 in total air yards. I've already mentioned it. Miami struggles in that secondary. Even Howard hasn't been exactly 100%. 7.3 pass yards per attempt allowed, along with the 310.3 pass yards per game allowed to opposing signal callers. So, you know, he pulled all together here at Lundy. And again, on this one-game parlay, Cincinnati minus 2.5, Burrow 230-plus pass yards. Uh, it seems like a way to build your bankroll, fade or follow. Yeah, this is an easy way to do it. Look, I, I, I told you 27-21. You've got it even more than that. Here you are finding a way in your OGP to be able to bring that spread down because you're right. If you try to do, uh, unless you get to three legs or four, which, you know, if you're feeling it with some of these props, I understand why you would do it. There isn't value left on the money line because the money line by itself, I want to say, is a minus 170. I mean, you're just, you're not. It'll be minus 200 by kickoff. I you're bet you're just. Yeah, you're not getting enough value there to be able to make it a part of the OGP. So go ahead and do the two and a half if you're feeling Cincinnati. Or if for what if you've got a bad feeling about the game, Brad and I are both confident in the Bengals, but if you've got a bad feeling about the game, stay away from the the line or the, the money line and go grab another uh, prop to be able to throw in. You can always do that. The big question is, will Joe Burrow be playing in garbage bags? Uh, because that was his comment this week. They asked him about those sick uniforms, and he basically said, "I don't care. I'll, you know, we'll, I'll play in garbage bags." Like he would just, he's just shrugging it off. Like we don't care. Whatever uniforms they want to put us in, it's fine. Um, I, I did enjoy that. This is a nice, easy, easy OGP. I like it at the plus one twenty-five. I will follow on this one. Yeah, if you want to make a hefty, hefty, hefty wager on the fighting trash bags, uh, plus 125, why the hell not? They kind of looked like fighting trash bags here early <laughs> on, especially that game against Pittsburgh, to be able to get things started. That was pretty ugly, man. That was well, pretty they're, ugly. They're, they're going to resemble their uh, Super Bowl appearing selves, I think, this week. And if they don't, well, 
Grab another glass of Suavecito. We are sponsored here on a Hatch and Tequila Thursday by Suavecito Tequila. Pick up a bottle right now. Look, at 2015, uh, Forbes magazine in New York City contacted 10 tequila experts around the country. They are spread out from all over the place, Texas, Florida, California, people who know tequila. And they asked the experts a simple question. What is the best tasting tequila sold in the United States? Well, a week later, on the front of Forbes magazine was the winner. And it was a picture of Suavecito Añejo, a bottle of it. Uh, magnificent stuff. Again, I've sipped on it. I've tried it. Grab some love juice tonight. You will not be disappointed. And throw a little betting fiesta on this hashtag tequila Thursday. Again, presented by our friends at Suavecito. Number two. Uh, numero dos on the list. Uh, is Tyreek going to be a freak tonight? Uh, Tyreek Hill, uh, I say no. I'm going to take the under on 72 and a half receiving yards. This is a dangerous game to play, given his uh, explosiveness at minus 115 at DraftKings. Now, we've seen this line creep up. Uh, it was as low as 70 and a half at some of the books, uh, but we're at 72 and a half. If you want to wait until the 11th hour to, to make a wager on this, I would advise to do so because it could be much higher than this by kickoff uh, because he's a brand name. I wouldn't be shocked if it hit 75 and a half uh, in the process. But here's my reasoning. Look, I, I understand he's seeing a massive target share of 30.2%. That's 9.7 looks per game. Uh, and he was shy of this last week. But it's because of the dot. Similar to Jamar Chase on the under on the longest catch, Tyreek uh, isn't being utilized, so I th really think to his fullest capacity. He's got a 9.2 average at the target. That's wide receiver 61 right now. Now, he's extraordinary after the catch. Very slippery. He's number eight in total yak, but Shadobi Awuzi is in the defensive backfield for the Bengals. And this one, and he has been targeted 13 times. It's only given up five receptions with a 47.9 passer rating surrendered. So uh, you're going to get some extra help over the top with the safety there. Try to confine and keep Tyreek under wraps. It's going to be close here, Lundy. But I think Hill is just shy of 72 and a half, maybe 70, 71. I may have to grab a towel and uh, dab my forehead in the process because it's going to be again quite sweaty here but what you're feeling fade or follow Tyreek Hill under 72 and a half receiving yards minus 115 at DraftKings uh there are things that I don't touch Brad um <laughs> out there in the world um and unders and Tyreek Hill are one of them so I'm going to fade you on this one just because I'm not like I said this isn't a number that I want to be able to touch because he is so damn fast that one catch for 55 and all of a sudden he's gone he for six. Yep. yeah I just I, I can't do it I cannot play an under when it comes to somebody like Tyreek Hill just because of how his explosive he can be one DB gets caught napping and he's gone so I, it's fine I, I like I don't necessarily hate the line that you're talking about about expecting him to be really close to this number it's just not fire that I'm going to play with so I'm going to fade you Evans you're out of your blowhole uh, I think I am on Tyreek Hill Number one. 
All right, numero uno. Today I got a fixin' on Joe Mixon, uh, but it's not yards, uh, either receiving or rushing or combined. I'm going to focus on rush attempts, and I'm taking the over at minus. And let me give you an update. On your screen there, it's minus 115 at BetMGM. It's already up to minus 125 on this number, but I would still play that despite the heavier juice. Now, I know uh, Mixon had an ankle scare last week. And as a result, he played just 64.7% of the snaps uh, against their week three opponent. He got a lot of Samaje P. Ryan in that win against the New York Jets. But in the first two matchups this season, he was consistently getting 75% of the snap share. He said he's fine. He's practiced this week despite the short rest. I think he's good to go. If Mixon says, hey, man, I'm A-OK, then I'm A-OK with this wager as well. I think it's going to be a positive game script. Uh, for much of this contest uh, with the Cincinnati Bengals, again, I got him 30 to 21. So I'm feeding into that narrative. And if you look what he did earlier this year, week one, 27 attempts, week two, 19 attempts. I think he's going to be uh, teetering on that 20 rush attempt line in this game. And again, that's firmly over the 16 and a half rush attempts offering right now, minus 115 at BetMGM. Lundy. Fade or follow. Well, if you think he's going to dance with that 20 number, let me throw this out there for you. If you go to FanDuel this morning, the number is up to 17 and a half, and the over is actually minus 102. The juice is laying to the under. So if you believe what Brad is saying about the idea of the game script here, if you actually think that he is going to get closer to that 20 number, like we talked about the week one number, if you think he's actually going to get up to that 20 mark, what you may want to do is maybe you go grab this at the 16 and a half, but maybe you also sprinkle a bet over there at FanDuel because of the fact the number is up and the juice is practically non-existent. Minus 102 might as well just be flat. So there's nothing there that's going to hurt you too badly. If you like that, if you think it's going to be that positive game script and you don't think that Samaj P. Ryan is going to come in and steal some of the opportunity from him, you might want to jump it over there because you're going to save yourself some juice. Yeah, amen. Uh, juice. Are we talking about Suavecito? Because uh, bartender, bartender, serve up. Not only that, but another edition of bonus time. What else you got on the sports betting docket? I've got Monday. I, I've got everything covered for tonight. I got pro football. I got baseball, and I got you a little college football to sprinkle oh, in there oh, uh, yeah, as yeah. well. So let's stick. Uh, let's stick real quick with the Thursday night game. I got two of them uh, for you over at FanDuel. Longest reception for Tyler Boyd sits at 17 and a half. It is juiced mm. up to a minus 125, but I like that. I think he gets up over uh, that number. It plays into you talking about where you think his receiving yards are going to be. I told you I think he's going to get to 50, and I think part of it's going to be because there's going to be at least one long catch in there for him at 17 and a half. So I'll play that one at FanDuel at a minus 125. One game parlay for you, and oddly enough, built this one before I even knew what the fade five was for today. And you're going to see that these all play into it. Give me Joe Burrow at 230 plus passing yards. Give me Chase Edmonds for nine or more receiving yards. Brad, he's done it in all three games this year, and he did it in all but one game last year. So he yeah. finds a way to catch the ball out of the backfield. All it is is nine yards. And then give me Tyler Boyd, a popular topic here, which probably means he's going to go down in like the first quarter and not get any of this. Uh, Tyler Boyd for 30 or more. Burrow 230, Edmonds 9, Tyler Boyd 30 or more. 
plus 125 at DraftKings. Oh. So nice little payday that has nothing to do with the spread, nothing to do with the total, um, but gives us a really nice payday. I mentioned I've got college football for you. Utah State is traveling to take on BYU. Here's the crazy thing about Utah State. The Aggies are fourth in the Mountain West in total yards per game, but second to last in points per game. They can't finish drives, okay? So for Utah State, if you go to DraftKings at a minus 135 for the under 18 and a half points on the team total against BYU. I really like that one. And then, folks, the Rockies are phoning it in. They have been. They have been for like a month and a half. Lay the run line at San Francisco later tonight. So the Giants minus one and a half at a minus 110 at DraftKings. The Rockies have lost eight out of their last nine. All of them have been by multiple runs, and the only game in there they won was at home against the Padres, and they needed extra in to be able to do it. So lay the run line. Hell, I might play that one at minus two and a half at plus odds, but at the very least, I'm laying the run line because the Rockies don't give a you-know-what. I mean, they put Charlie Blackman on the shelf for the season. They're just trying to get done, move on, and play some golf up in the mountains. That is my bonus time. What do you have, my friend? Uh, I think that's an excellent call. I'll stay with the baseball theme since we're on it. I'm taking Mookie bets on the over one and a half total hits tonight. You get a plus money right now everywhere. Uh, Usually you can on a hits a prop such as that. You look at uh, what Mookie Betts has done this season uh, against Shamanaya, 10 for 25 with three home runs and eight RBIs. He's batting 376 against a division rival Padres this year. That's 21 of 56 with 13 extra base hits. So, oh, double bonus time on Mookie. You can also take the over on total bases. I don't hate it. I don't, I don't care what the juice is. Uh, might be like, Low minus odds on that, uh, given the success rate. You could maybe even find it plus money. Whatever you find on Mookie Betts, I'm willing to wager on it tonight, given the history and recency bias against San Diego. Uh, let's go to college football. Uh, you like the under on the Utah State Aggies in that rivalry game against BYU. I kind of like the over on BYU's team total. And I grabbed it at 42.5. It's now up to 43.5. And you get it last checked at DraftKings at plus money, plus 105 on that over. You look at Utah State, they're coming up 206.3 rush yards per game. 206.3 rush yards per game. That's absurd to me. Uh, so Katoa, Brooks uh, in the trenches could do a hell of a amount of damage. For the Cougs in this one, their quarterback haul has been magnificent this year with a 9-1 to touchdown interception split. Uh, knowing Utah State struggles just on defense in general, they're giving up 411 total yards per game overall. In BYU's prowess on offense, they're averaging 457.8 total yards per contest and uh, over 5 yards per carry. Uh, I think they could hang a 50 spot, much like they did against South Florida earlier this season elsewhere let's go back to the nfl in this hashtag tequila thursday night affair uh, i got t higgins on the over 63 and a half yards uh a man who's seeing a decent uh, amount of targets 6.3 per game uh he is wide receiver 24 and yards per target at 10.1 but it's all about the matchup against nick needham in that secondary of miami who's giving up all just 21.6 yards per catch in the early season a 153 point 
three passer rating as well. I think Higgins could absolutely tee off tonight in yardage. It's just 63 and a half. Uh, elsewhere in this game, I like Raheem Mostert on the under 51 and a half rushing and receiving yards. I uh, look at Cincinnati, 3.64 yards per carry allowed. That's it. 106 total yards per game is all they're allowing so far to opposing rushers. Mostert uh, not exactly getting uh, getting it done in the advanced categories. 2.38 yak per attempt. Asked for some missed tackle 25% of the time, which is commendable. But he's splitting that work, as you mentioned, with Chase Edmonds. He's uh, getting just 50% of the snap share, 49.2 the opportunity share. He's been well under this in two of three matchups. And I think it happens again. We are out of time. Please drop us a rating and a review, whether you're watching us. And uh, I'm sorry about how hideous my face is, but you have the sexiness of Lundy yeah, here on yourself. YouTube. I mean, you get you get a good, healthy dose of this right here. You do. Is, you do. It's not something. I mean, somebody just threw up their coffee. I'm just throwing that uh, out there. Probably. Well, is. I'm very envious of the hairline. I'll say that much of Nate Lundy at his advanced age. Uh, <laughs> and I'm also very envious of the thoughts of Tequila. On a Thursday, and Suavecito, who we're sponsored by, go pick up a bottle at your liquor store right now. After you Do drop it. us that rating and a review, and a follow, too, on Twitter. Uh, follow Lundy and his spreadsheet, which is absolutely free. At Nate Lundy, all his picks in there. Uh, my spreadsheet, Fader Follow. Uh, at Noisy Huevos on Twitter as well. And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you.